Hi, I'm Catherine, and you're listening to the One Cam Voice podcast. Well, hello there. You're so welcome back to the One Cam Voice podcast. This is episode number 69. I haven't recorded an episode in so long. I've been spending my time thinking and growing and evolving and trying to sort out my own thoughts. Um, I feel like I have learned loads about myself and loads about what I think about the world and loads about the future, my future direction, all of those kind of things. And I'm excited to share those with you uh, over the course of the next number of weeks, months, even maybe perhaps years, if you can listen to me for that long. Um, Today's episode, I'm in two or three or ten minds about. I, I know I went back last week to teaching person to person yoga for the first time well to adults in my community anyway you know um that was my my first class last week and it was really 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 good I couldn't stop smiling and um I ended up talking about support how we support ourselves funniest thing like I was talking about uh, downward downward facing dog anybody who practices yoga or even anybody who has ever even seen uh anything about yoga you will be familiar with downward facing dog and in one of the po- in, in that posture one of my key um c- uh, cues to ensure that people are kind of in the posture in the right way with the best alignment is i say you know engage your core i always say draw the belly button in towards the spine it helps to engage the core it actually works for no matter what posture in it's a good cue to draw your belly button in towards your spine but from my mouth came to help to support yourself and so the whole class then revolved around that finding ways to help support ourselves like in tandem with this I was also working on the, the my latest piece for um, my latest written piece is about self-care and I find that the two of them inter intertwine naturally, you know, that we support ourselves and self-care can be part of that support. But, you know, we could be there in our downward facing dog feeling a little bit wobbly when if we could tune into our own ability to draw that belly button in towards the spine to engage your core. Like the, the tools are there, our physical tools are there to help support our body. You know, when we have... A mental and uh, emotional and spiritual I am going to say spiritual ways to help to support ourselves too and you know when I talk about spiritual I don't mean I don't mean a, a deity let me put it that way I mean that part of you that is easily felt but not so easily described that part that part your spirit your drive your light your spark your essence you know there are ways that we can draw that belly button in towards the spine and support the spirit you know we have ways to support ourselves emotionally we have ways to support ourselves physically and and we have those ways within us but we forget don't we we forget why? Because the world, and this is my contention, it's been my contention since the very first episode of the One Cam Voice podcast. My contention is that the world is so busy and it is stacked in a way to um, lead us to believe that we don't 
We need an external force to help us be the best version of ourselves. We need an external um, source to yeah to be to be seen to 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 stand out to be important to be valued to be worthy and no no we don't no we do not and you see the um battle that's sometimes happening within ourselves we're torn right we were torn between listening to what's happening on the outside all of these signals that we're getting from outside from external forces and indeed from society as well because everybody is kind of listening to that um mantra that we're pulled along by marketing by advertising by this capitalist culture that we live in we're torn between that and the internal signals that our body is giving us. I did a radio interview last week for part of the Mensana Fest, which is a mental health, a positive mental health awareness festival that's run in County Carlow, the county that I live in. It's a really, really fabulous event, you know, you know, run completely by volunteers. It's in its 11th year. I was really privileged and happy to to be asked to speak this uh, this year at it. Um, but as part of the launch of it, of the festival, I had a little interview on radio. Many people did. Many speakers did. It wasn't just me, but there were many people speaking. And the interviewer asked me an interesting question. I, I can't even remember how it was flowing, but I know that my reply was that oftentimes people are more concerned with what other people think of them rather than what we think about ourselves and that our action is more often than not determined by that, that we act in a way that we think we should act you know that that um, in order for us to feel accepted in order for us to feel less exposed you know because sometimes even though in our heart of hearts we mightn't want to do xyz we might want to go into the family business we might want to do that particular job we might want to take that course of action but we do it because we think that that's what it's expected of us now i've been that that kind of I, I was mulling over that for a while after the interview, I mean, because I thought, gosh, I don't know if I explained that as well as I could have explained it. But afterwards, I, it occurred to me that the difference between, you know, that kind of, I, I you know, I'm an absolute advocate of deliberate action. I am so, it, it's a keystone for me in my life that I act deliberately, you know, and, and that doesn't mean that because people will say, oh, well, sure, I always take it. I always choose, you know, even in action is a choice. And that's true. You know, so you're you're if whatever action you're taking is deliberate in that you have chosen it because we have free will. But my the difference for me is it's a conscious decision, you know, because sometimes action or inaction is determined by what we think we should do rather than what we feel we should do. 
and see there's a massive disparity there. There can be, not not always, not necessarily. And I would think that when we're a lot more aware of ourselves, when we have a lot more self-awareness, the two will be will become aligned. You know, so what you think you should do tallies completely with what you feel you should do, because you'll always think, well, I should do what I feel now. Of course, with a build building awareness, you know, you'll recognize a fleeting feeling, you know, an impulse, you know, that that's different to what your essence is. Do you know what I mean? So you might think, oh, gosh, I'd love to now I have to try and drag up an impulse <laughs> for myself because I'm so um now my husband would say I'm quite impulsive, you know, that I would you, would you see it's not that. I'm I will do something on a whim. It's not that it's that um, an opportunity will arise that is that tallies very much with my essence. So it's very easy for me to make a quick decision then because I know oh, actually, yes, that is th- that is what I should do. That's what I feel I should do. That's and, you know, it's not if it's not illegal or against the law or um <laughs> which it's never happened that 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 that's been the case but um you know so why wouldn't I do it why wouldn't I chance it you see now my husband will say I am a chancer while I will say I am a trier but anyway it's just depend on your perspective so my my point is this my point is that um the battle that internal yeah disagreement or discord that we have within ourselves that causes many of us to feel unsure, unhappy, unsteady, unsatisfied, unfulfilled in our lives is the disparity between doing what we think we should do versus doing what we feel we should do. Now, and sometimes you will think that they are uh, mutually, completely mutually exclusive, you know, but I I feel like I should, you know, follow my dream of being a photographer. That's what I feel I should do. But I think if I give up my job, I won't have the money to support myself or support my family. So therefore, we have to try and find some sort of a compromise there that allows us to continue to um, earn our money in the job that we know while we foster our love and our passion for photography. And we all know, we've all heard this. We, we, we all know it is rational and reasonable to um, believe that when people are good at what they do, the money will follow. Yeah. But it does take a leap of faith. Now, I know I'm talking about it in very practical terms in relation to work and um, employment, because I suppose um, we need money, don't we? You know, I can have all of these wonderful notions about how we can survive in the world and how we should um, feel our way through our existence, you know, and uh, fully step into our lives. But our lives, even though we are individuals you know we operate in a society that um is powered by money isn't it so so we can't 
we can't, we, we, it's wrong to say we can't operate independently of that. We can, you can go out and you can live off grid and you can live that kind of existence. But that's not the kind of a life that most of us would live. You know, I'd have no desire to live a life like that. I love my family. I love my community. I love, I, I do love this world that I'm living in. But but I have to try and find a way to um, interact, interact with it. But I won't give all of myself. I, I won't compromise my essence in order to fit into what people think I should do. Actually, I don't even, even as I say that sentence, what other people think I should do? does not cost me a thought ever ever because I I'm always saying to my children like since there were no age that you are autonomous you know that your behavior isn't determined by other people's behavior you determine your own behavior and it gives a sense of accountability and I think that that's really important you know, that we are autonomous creatures. You can choose. People will say, I can't choose. I'm stuck in this cycle. I would say there is a path out. There is. But you have to think about how we support ourselves. How can I support myself? Now, immediately, for many of us, when you think about me supporting me, me thinking about me, all of the me, 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 we will think that is selfish. That is not who I am. I'm not a selfish person because selfish is aligned with being a, a bad thing, you know. But my contention is that being Thinking about yourself isn't necessarily selfish. Caring for yourself is not selfish. You know, self-care does not mean thinking of only you and not thinking of anybody else. It doesn't even mean putting yourself first. It means, for me, it, self-care means treating yourself and looking after yourself in the way you would look after another. So if it is admirable and you know, um, yeah, admirable, I guess, is the best word there. You know, if it's admirable to be a carer, to look after another, to be seen as being kind and compassionate to other. How is it not admirable to be kind and caring towards self? That, 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 it's completely rational for me to say to, to, to believe that they're one and the same. You know, if it is commendable, if it is, um, I want to say praiseable, but that that's not laudable. Oh, I could use that word. That's a good word. Thank you. So laudable to be seen to care, not just to be seen to be to care. You know, it's not that you're. Um, oh, I heard a lovely phrase the other day. What's it called? Um. It will come back to me. Something about marking, like to show that you're not ethically marking, but um, anyway, it will come back. 
Um, so yeah, if it's laudable to care for others, to be kind and compassionate, if they are good traits, well, how can they suddenly become bad traits if you're turning them inwards, if you're turning them towards yourself? It's completely illogical. You know? And for anybody who has grown up in a world or in a family or in a an environment where you were told, do not think about yourself. Think about other, fix this, do that, help that one, help this one, help this one, da, 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 get involved, be supportive, blah, 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 blah. But never, ever once encouraged to look after yourself. You must ask yourself, who was the person that was saying this to you and what was their agenda? And did they, did it serve any purpose for them by keeping you looking after others and not looking after yourself? And was that right? Now, I'm not um, suggesting malice on their part. It could be lack of awareness on their part. You know, it could be a genuine belief that caring for others and being selfless is a good thing. You know, is a benevolent thing. It could be wholly altruistic on their part. But I'm asking you if it is right for you. If it was right for you then, if it's right for you now. And it could have been right for you then, but not right for you now. You know, you can change and grow. And if it's not right for you now, but you still somehow are um, acting out in that way. I don't mean acting out as in um, misbehaving. I, I don't mean it like that. I mean, if you're still... Uh, attached to that pattern of behavior. Let me just say it that way. You can pause now and you can choose. And you can let it go. You can say, actually, I'm not holding on to that anymore. I don't have to. It's a really liberating thing to do. To think about supporting yourself. To think about looking after yourself to be, think about being kind and compassionate and and actually allowing yourself giving your per, yourself permission to do that you know it it's empowering but it's also empowering for anybody that views you from the outside you know now the other thing is you know just because you start to care about yourself and think about yourself and do stuff for yourself you know it doesn't mean that um, you, you're going to be neglecting all of the others that you've been caring for. In actual fact, my own experience is it benefits those whom you surround yourself with too because you're doing something, you're feeling a little bit more fully like yourself when you give yourself the kind and um, compassionate attention that you give others. So the win-win. Now, I don't know if I have um, said everything I was supposed to say. Uh, no, I mean, I trust I have said everything I was supposed to have said. Uh, I just wanted to give a few little points, I suppose, to think about. The main one being to consider how I might support myself. Or not even that, to acknowledge your own innate ability to be able to support yourself. Now, and like I say, I don't just mean money I don't I don't mean that I don't I don't mean that at all I mean like the the most crucial um 
essential parts like our physical body to keep us upright we we use our core we draw that belly button in towards the spine we allow the core to engage it is there for it that it that is its purpose to keep us upright to support us and then think about the other tools that we might have in our toolbox to allow us you know to um feel supported emotionally spiritually uh, mentally the breath is definitely one of those pillars for me anyway that will help me to be supported our intellect is another pillar that we can use to help us to feel and be supported you know but we need to take time for both of those we need to take time even for considering for a moment how we hold our body you know, it's all about looking inwards. It's all about, first of all, making that conscious decision, actually. Do you know what it is? I'm going to try and um, support myself here. I'm going to recognize I am here. I am Catherine and I am here. And you recognize that about yourself. Who you are, what your name is, and the fact that I am here. You are here. I am here. I am here. Okay, now you are here and you are meant to be here. And you have a purpose in this world. And I would say without a doubt, you know that at the very core of your being, you know that you have a purpose. But the world is telling us. You just need to buy this. You just need to get on that ladder. You just need to have this car. You need to have this title. You need to have this place in society. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to conform. Who is that serving though? You know, and maybe sometimes, you know, the interesting thing about it is that purpose that we have does mean we have this job title, you know. But listen, listen, listen to that lovely heart of yours. It says very important things. I am here. I am Catherine. I am here. And the world is a good place. And the world is an abundant place. And you are deserving of having all of your desires come true. The world needs that. The world needs you to be fully you. The world needs you to be fully you. So, on that vein, what I will probably do now is try to scramble in my head how I normally finish these podcasts. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter about normally, actually. I could be reinventing, but I probably won't. <laughs> I'll probably just stick with the authentic thank you. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's the main thing. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for taking the time to spend almost 23 and a half minutes listening to me remember as always 
my role is merely to try and remind you of what you already know. And in the process, I remind myself too, you know, it's cathartic on both sides. One would hope. I trust that the words land where they need to land. And I trust that you will recognize your special place in the world. And that you'll have the strength, the courage. Because I know you have the ability. You know, to take that place. Don't be afraid. I am here. Thank you for your hearts and your minds and for those lovely ears. Will we keep going? Yes. Yes, we will. Just for another little while. I am Catherine and you have been listening to the One Cam Boys podcast.